I know. I did a good job. <laughs> hey, folks, this is the Serving the Peace podcast. I'm your host, Brent Hardy. Welcome to the program. Josh is joining me today. Say hi, Josh. Hi. Josh has just recently returned from Las Vegas. Yes. That's right. The city of sin, folks. Oh, yes. The city of sin. And right before we went live today, Josh asked me, why am I fat? Ha! <laughs> That uh, that's not what that that didn't happen. I didn't ask you. I said I was pondering to myself. I wasn't sure how to answer the question. You don't answer the question. That's and horrible. And so I was thinking, well, that's... it could be caloric intake and stuff like that. But the you beauty don't answer is, those questions. the beauty is, it seems like you answered your own question. Oh, I knew the answer to the question. See, there's not a fat person on earth, and I can say this because I'm a big guy. Uh, there's not a fat person that doesn't know why they're fat. They might ask that question, but they know why. Yeah. You know, that's why, and you know, you, and, and I include you in this, by the way, you fit people when you're like, you know, all you got to do is, hey, go fuck yourself. Okay. We know what we have to do. We just don't want to do it. Bite me. I'm not fit, but I'm very flattered. Well, you would think so. You know? I know. Really? Like, like you look great standing next to me. <laughs> that's why I brought you oh on my, my show. I'm his duff. That's, that's why all. you're here. That's horrible. That's why you're here. You I'm, thought you were a beard this whole time. Right? Nope. I thought it was the beard. No, I'm the duff. <laughs> so. All right, so where do we start the show? There's so much crap going on in the world today. Uh, I think I think I'm going to start with this whole vaccine passport crap. No. Do you think <laughs> – well, first of all, let's let's be super fair about this. Let's play devil's advocate. Okay. Are Republicans, conservatives, evangelicals, those individuals, the right-leaning side of the spectrum, mm-hmm. those 74 million people who voted the other way, are they blowing this out of proportion by calling it a vaccine passport? No. No, no. Oh, you wanted more. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. Some sort of explanation. Uh, sorry. Well, no, it's not because that's exactly what it is. Is when you have people, you have companies out there that's saying, hey, you're going to have to provide proof of vaccination in order to use our services. They're doing it in LA right now. In LA, in order to, for your children, in order for, in order for your children to go to school, they're going to have to provide a, a, a daily test. They're going to have to do a daily test and a proof of vaccination in order to go just attend school, which by the way, if you've been vaccinated, why do you still have to do the, uh, the test? I don't know. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. Um, which also, by the way, I'm, well, I was trying to figure out there is a law on the books here in California that says that you cannot restrict a child from going to school because they have not been vaccinated. That's true. That's true. So I'm like, well, how the hell are they doing this in LA? And then I remembered they set this up. And this is, this is where I put my tinfoil hat on. They set it up with all that distance learning crap. Oh, mm. we're not saying you can't learn and be educated because you can do that from home. Because we mm. have all the infrastructure set up for you to do that from home now. So you don't have to attend school. So we're not stopping you from going to school. We're top, stopping you from entering the building, which is an entirely different thing. Here's the part I don't understand. Here's, here's the gap that I can't bridge. Okay. It's the why. So why is it that Democrats... Having control in the government right now, having control of the White House, mm-hmm. okay, the the media is vastly dominated by Democrats. Why are they not simply so the media is, yeah. I did not know that. So why are they simply just not pretending like things are all better and everybody's good and we don't have to worry about the vaccine? Oh well, okay, so there's two answers to that. There's the obvious answer, and then there's the plausible answer. Give me the obvious answer. The obvious answer is is nobody wants to give up power. Okay. When you give up, when you finally say, "Hey, you know what, folks? It's over. It's done with. 
the rooster is down. Uh, sorry. Our, our producer is down, <laughs> our, folks. The rooster is down. The kid who's done <laughs> nothing all day is suddenly falling asleep <laughs> at the desk. Uh, anyway, so nobody wants to give up authority. Nobody wants to give up power. Look at Gruesome Newsome. Yeah, and, but why not just pretend? You don't have, no. Because, because nobody's only no, no, conservative no, no, no. media would follow because up on this. Because if you start to pretend, if you start to say, hey, everything's fine, everything's good, we can stop wearing masks, we can stop social distancing, we can stop, you know, killing ourselves and literally committing suicide because it's so fucking depressing, you are giving up power because a a scared population is a controlled population so if you give up that fear you're going to give up the control so what's the end game here if, if not everyone gets back to let's say it's the end of summer fall time's coming uh we're looking at another flu season another season of covid because face it folks this isn't going away mm-hmm. are they going to continue pushing the vaccine and shutting things down and controlling the economy of course or at some point are they going to say Oh, you know what, guys? We're doing great. We vaccinated millions of people. Life's happen. good. Uh, in fact, praise Joe Biden. We're all uh, good. Woohoo! Midterms. In, here we come. In fact, you're actually seeing them kind of. You're, you're seeing mostly Democrat politicians, or and politicians in general. You're seeing them kind of trip over themselves by saying, "Hey, we're doing good, folks. Keep it up. We're doing good." But there's a variant out there. Oh, there's another surge a-coming. There's a surge a-coming. Oh, Lord and Lord, there's a surge a-coming of COVID. Were you the voice actor who did the opening of SpongeBob? <laughs> oh, who lives in the pineapple under soon. the sea? We're getting sued. Anyway. Um, SpongeBob. Sorry, okay. <laughs> but, that's, but that's what you keep hearing. If you, if you watch the news, if you look at the news, if you read the paper, look on Yahoo, Google, whatever the hell your media outlet is, you see nothing but... Health experts warn a possible surge of COVID in areas that we keep telling you that it, things are getting better. Well, wait, I'm confused. Are things getting better or on the verge of a surge? Which one is it? I, you can't have it both ways. Okay, so you're you're approaching like the it's like the postmodernist kind of approach where it's like it's all about confusion. Yes. It's all about uh, just keeping people confused and in the dark and stuff like that. Absolutely. I've actually seen this recently in my personal life. I you know I have. People will have a brand new baby, right? They're just born. They say, hey, look, for precautionary reasons, you know, uh, if you've been vaccinated, feel free to come visit. I'm like, well, I can still carry the virus. Mm-hmm. I can still transfer it. And from what I understand, babies aren't exactly. Yeah, babies aren't getting it. Yeah, they're not yeah. getting it. And like, so I'm like, that's okay. Just, that's that's just not happening. So, But the I, truth I is, is when you have a newborn, you always take universal precautions. Okay, I've seen people, I mean, long before COVID, right. you know, if they got a cold or something like that, they'll wear a mask yeah, when holding sure. the baby I mean, or they'll stay away. Or you wash your hands. Yeah, but you're on, like, what? You're 20 Yeah, kid? I have, like, so many kids, I don't even care anymore. Okay. Like, if one of them drops off, I'm not even going to notice. Yeah, what was that commercial? Was it, um, I think, Kleenex commercial or something where it's the the first kid, they're, like, super cautious, yes. and the second That's, kid, they're, yeah. like, like, they're yeah, like whatever. They're, like, handing it to the, the auto mechanic yeah. with greasy hands. Like, here, hold this for a second. That actually yeah. is very accurate. Yes. But that's my point, though, is I'm looking at it like, well, for, for the record, folks, I did get vaccinated. They offered it to first responders. I went ahead and grabbed it. But I'm also working with a lot of dead people. Gave into fear. And I, I don't, I'm not scared of it, though. Like, it's not like I have. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm giving you a hard time. Yeah. But I, here's the thing. Here's the problem. And this is when vaccine passports come up. Uh, my parents plan to travel this summer. So do I. Okay. And uh, my dad went ahead and got the vaccine. He's in his 60s. He's kind mm-hmm. of in that group that should get it, just like the flu shot and stuff like that. Uh, my mom's getting there as well. She's like five years younger than him. But my mom was pretty adamant about not getting it. Mm-hmm. And my dad finally told her, he's like, look, we don't know what it's going to look like. Because if they do pass some sort of vaccine passport that allow people to fly, he's like, well, we don't want to ruin our whole trip because of it. So you got to get back into this corner, this rock and hard place. And he kind of just says, look, 
instead of just making waves or having a scene or having to drive out there instead of fly out there, he's like, we might just go ahead and get the vaccine because they're offering it to you anyways. But that's what they're counting on. And yeah, I know I'm using they, you know, the mysterious they. That's what they're counting on. They're counting on people just like, well, you know. But how do you it's fight just it? It's just not, you can't, I don't know how you fight it. That's the thing. Uh, like, I plan on traveling too, and I'm if, wrestling with the same issue. If, if, it gets the, to that powers, if the powers that be say you yeah, can't fly without a vaccine, then what are you going to do? Because I, I I just love the utter I hate road trips. blatant hypocrisy of if if you at, if I ask you to show an ID to vote, that's racist. But if I ask you to show proof of vaccination, that's fine. I love that hypocrisy. That makes me laugh. Yeah, and that's actually what I wanted to segue into. So that's perfect that you mentioned that. This voter um, Georgia voter ID law. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me play a little clip for you guys. Let's see if I can find it here. Do do do. So unprofessional. Didn't already have it queued up. This is Governor Kemp. Which reveals significant errors made in several counties, including Floyd, Fayette, Douglas, and Walton. It is important for Georgians to know that the vast majority of local election workers did their job well under unprecedented circumstances, and I thank them for their service. However, it's quite honestly hard to believe that during the audit, Thousands of uncounted ballots were found weeks after a razor-thin outcome in a presidential election. This is simply unacceptable. Okay, so, I mean, that goes on, but this is basically uh, Georgia Governor uh, Brian Kemp comes out, and he admits in this video, and he admits in others, that there was lots of discrepancies in the Georgia thing, in the Georgia uh, Mm -hmm. presidential election. We know this, right? This was one of the big arguments that we used to make when we've beaten it to death about the different discrepancies, the possible voter fraud, the questions we had, all that kind of stuff, right? So Georgia did exactly what any state should do when you have a bunch of discrepancies, okay? To keep the peace or whatever it was, I don't know exact reasons, but they went ahead and certified for Joe Biden, okay? And then they turn around and passed the law. And the law has been, I've never, well, I can't say I have never, but to see a law that's been so beaten to death and lied about more than any other. Like even the Washington Post gave Joe Biden four Pinocchios. Yeah. Okay. For the amount of lies he told when dis- addressing this law. Oh yeah. So let me make something clear. Uh, the Georgia voting law does not do half the stuff the mainstream media says nope. it does. Okay. First of all, it's voter ID. Yes. Now voting is a sacred privilege and right in my opinion. Okay. So it should be treated as such. It mm-hmm. should be a wishy-washy thing. Like, yeah, sure. You want one. You, like, you can't be Oprah with voting ballots. You, you get, get a ballot. ballot. You, you get, get a ballot. ballot. All this other stuff. Okay. It does not you suppress any votes. Uh, Joe Biden came out and said like, oh, wow. I, the idea that people can't eat or drink while in line to voting. That's a total lie. That's not what he, Yeah. That's not what the that's bill says. That's not what it says at all. What they're saying is you can't, which is already, it was already a law, but you can't have any group or organization that's pushing one political agenda or another. Yes. Uh, soliciting people online, handing them drinks, stuff like that, trying to get them to change their yep. mind or trying to talk to them, engage them in any way. If you want to provide food and drink to people who are voting, you drop it off with the poll workers. The poll workers, their job is to do it in a mm-hmm. non-biased um, way to right? distribute these things. Okay, yeah. you can still give them. You can obviously you can bring your own drinks and food while you're waiting in line. That's not a problem. Okay, and voter ID, like I said, it's it's sacred. We should know who's voting. That was the whole problem. With just sending ballots out to everyone. I have a friend who has a sibling who has Down syndrome who's never voted in his life. He's never had a driver's license. Mm-hmm. And boom, he gets a ballot here in California to vote. Yeah. She was questioning how even they even knew he existed most of the time. Okay. Well, it's just interesting how that, like I said, 
you need an ID to do most things. You need an ID to get on a plane. You need an ID to purchase a firearm. You need an ID to buy a car. You need an ID to do a lot of things. And you know who does all those things? Minorities. But you don't need an ID to vote. <laughs> because apparently it's say, racist. But yeah, because apparently it's racist. I'm, so is that saying, hold on. So here's, now this is what I want to throw out there then. Okay. So if requiring an ID to vote is somehow voter suppression and it's, it's voter suppression that targets minority communities, does that mean that requiring background checks for gun sales is uh, depriving them of uh, depriving people of their Second Amendment rights? That is yes. specifically targeting yes, minority it is. Um, yes. communities? Yes, enough of that. It's the same thing. Yes. Same thing. <laughs> so now I think, now I have no problem with having to present an ID to buy a gun. I have no problem with presenting an ID to fly a plane or fly on a plane. I have no problem with presenting an ID to vote, but it's, it's, it's all or nothing. Or even to swipe a debit card. You don't present an ID to swipe a debit card. Yeah, I have. That's what a pin number's for. I have in the past. Really? Yeah. For That's credit weird. cards, especially at restaurants. Oh, credit card's you... different. Yeah. You said debit card. Doesn't matter. It's a huge I've difference. Had them if I'm at a restaurant and I hand my card to <sighs> you, I've had them stop and to ask for my ID. That's okay. perfectly legit. It's anyway, fine. so it's it's all or nothing. It's it's you can't say one is okay and the other is somehow some kind of ism. Because as we've said before, all isms are bad. It, it's it's either it's all okay or none of it's okay. So which one do you want? You want to let anybody walk on a plane and they don't have to show ID. Anybody can buy a car. Anybody can buy a gun. Whoa, wait a minute. And anyone can vote? Or do you want to make sure that the people that are doing all these things are actually supposed to be doing these things and have to present ID? One way or the other. Okay, hold that thought. All or nothing. Yeah. We're going to go off that theme in a second. Let's take a break. Okay, so Josh touched on something interesting. All or nothing, right? And in that regards, he was talking about vote, like ID requirements. Yeah, just ID requirements. ID all requirements. Okay, what about free speech? Do we allow all speech Ooh. or do we allow no speech? Ooh, that's, that's a different subject altogether. It is, it's, it's, but it, 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 I actually make the all or nothing okay. approach. Why? Because there's no perfect judge. Now, let me, let me get to my point. So this is what brought up this topic. Uh, Trump's voice has been banned from Facebook. Okay. Okay, so even his voice, so it's hard to post a video or something like that. But on Wednesday, Facebook yanked instances of interview off if, if it's or yanked instances of the interview off its platform. So basically, Lara Trump did a, an interview with her father-in-law. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think it's a father-in-law, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and the voice uh, stating that any content in the voice of Donald Trump would be scrubbed from the site altogether. Okay. Following the interview, a Facebook employee reportedly messaged several Trump affiliates and warned that any such content would be removed from the platform and that and that continued infractions could result in additional limitations on accounts that posted it. Uh, this uh, this is in quotes. This guidance applies to all campaign accounts and pages, including Tr Team Trump, other campaign messages or messaging vehicles on our platforms and former surrogates. The email posted on Lara's Instagram stated. OK. OK. So Donald Trump's voice. Has been completely censored. Right. So if you just have a picture of him and some old recording of him doing some quote, right? Now you go on Instagram, Facebook, there's all sorts of Republican pages, Donald Trump pages, tw Trump 2024, Trump 2020 pages. Oh, can we stop that? They're everywhere. Okay? okay. And they put a stop to it. They said no. They scrubbed it. Now the reason why they can do this. They're a private company. They can do whatever they want. Is because of a thing called Section 230. 
Okay, let me see if I have... Actually, the reason they can do that is because they're a private company. They can kind of do whatever they want. Well, Sexton 230... Let me read what Sexton 230 is. Sexton 230, it's 230 uh, C, 2, provides immunity from civil liabilities for information service providers that remove or restrict content from their services they deem obscene, lewd, lascivious filthy, excessively violent, harassing, or otherwise objectionable, okay. whether or not material is constitutionally protected. Okay? Okay. That's what the law is. Feder okay, which means it gives a right, as you said. Yeah. You're a private company. If you want to, to keep Facebook, something To Facebook, to Instagram, your, yeah. all these things, and say, hey, look, uh, you know, we could censor you. Sure. I think it's cowardly, but if you're going to do it, I mean, you know, you have that right to yeah, do it. Yeah, and we could talk about that all together. Why, I mean, why is it Democrats just want to get rid of all opposition? Why can't they just join the platform of debate, engage with their ideas? If they have great ideas, they're going to win, right? Truth and honesty usually win. You know, you kind of said why right there, right? I know. <laughs> That's my point, though. If you have great ideas, you have no problem debating. Yeah, they don't. Okay, if you're supporting a, a, a truthful or honest thing, you have no problem. The, the gun debate's easy debate to make. For yes. any conservative, it's an easy way to justify gun ownership in America. Well, and the opposite okay. side has actually no good reasoning other than— but. People are getting yeah. killed. Yeah, they lose that debate no every time. Yeah. But the they, truth they is because no what. there's a reason why conservatives dominate talk radio. Mm -hmm. Liberals can dominate Hollywood. They could dominate social media. They could dominate colleges and universities. They could dominate every major institution in the United States. They cannot, for the life of them, even get a foothold in talk radio. Mm -hmm. Why? Because their ideas are terrible. Yeah. You can't do it live. You have to do it edited. That's mm -hmm. why a lot of them turn to podcasting. Rush Limbaugh famously actually criticized podcasters like us because he says they can't do it in talk radio, so they go to podcasting where they can edit and control their environment a lot better. Actually, we we do it in podcasts because nobody would hire us on talk radio. Yeah, yeah. Don't think we didn't try. Yeah. So, anyways. But the reality. Okay. So going back to the point, the reality of it is, is like I said, you're a private company, and and I said this, you know, with the whole mask thing. You know, yeah, I think the mask. I think the mask thing is stupid. I don't think it does a damn bit of good. But yeah. if I, if you tell me if that I have to put it on in order to walk into your store, well, you're a private company, and you can say that. Right. You can say, hey, you have to wear a mask in order to walk. You know. In order to use our services or, you know, purchase our goods. You can do that. Well, the same thing with Facebook. I think it's shitty and I think it's cowardly, but they do have the right to say, hey, you know what? We don't want to listen to your shit. We don't think anybody should listen to your shit. So we're going to pull your shit off of our site. And the same thing happens with people who carry guns, right? With uh, concealed weapons carriers and mm -hmm. stuff like that or even open carry. Okay, you can open carry in some states yep. all you want, but if you walk into Walmart and a Walmart employee says, I'm sorry, sir, but we have a store policy, if, you know, I have to ask you to leave. Yeah, by the way, they that. won't do that. Okay, but they could. Yeah, they can, but they Okay, won't. that's my point. My, actually, my, they do have that policy, but they won't say anything. My, well, you're carrying a gun. <laughs> so, I was, so I was in Nevada, totally forgotten Nevada was an open carry state. I happened to be in a Walmart, and I see this chick walking around strapped. And I was like... Being from California, of course, that seemed odd to me. And and it took me a minute to realize, oh, yeah, open carry state. But anyways, Fun back to you, the Nevada. point before Josh went on his weird little tangent uh, over here. Oh, I'm sorry. My, my point is. From your tangent? My example was a private company could ask you to leave even though it's yes. your right to carry. Yes. Okay. And that's what Josh's argument is on Facebook, right? It's their company. Yes. They have the right to do that. They have the right to deem something mm -hmm. obscene, lewd, lascivious, yeah, filthy, excessive, want. violent, sure. harassing, or otherwise objectionable. And that's where you really get screwed. Otherwise objectionable. Sure. But here's the thing about that. You can't do that and then call yourself a platform. Exactly. You're, you're not a platform. You're now a publisher. You're a publisher. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 again, I think it's cowardly. I think it's shitty. But Facebook, hey, you want to go ahead and do that? Go ahead and do that. Do whatever you want. Stop calling yourself a platform because you're not. A platform is, hey, we're giving other people a voice. Whatever you choose to say on that voice, as long as it does, you know, meets these really kind of small guidelines, we're good. You can't go in there and say, hey, we think you should go out and kill a bunch of people. I'm good with that. You shouldn't be able to do that. But you want to say some other questionable, morally objectionable shit where I'm like, oh man, I really disagree with that. You're kind of a bad person for saying that. You should still be allowed to say it because you're a platform. If you're not going to let people do that, you're not a platform. You're a publisher. Stop being an asshole. I hate publishing. You feel better now? No, I don't. I don't feel better, actually. I'm, uh, I'm actually kind of upset about that. Fuck Facebook. So, yeah. So, Section 230. Oh, speaking of that, I'll get to that in a minute. Having sex with Facebook? Fornicating with Facebook? Yes. Oh, interesting. Uh, Section 230 is one of those things that Republicans have been pushing. We, we need to recall it. We need to get rid of it. Because if these guys are going to act like publishers, they need to be treated as such. I disagree. We don't need to get rid of Section 230. I have no problem with Section 230. I understand the idea behind it. And tech- I kind of actually agree with it. You should have that right. You should have the right. It's just like... That would be like, you ever walk into a restaurant or anything and it has that sign behind the register that says, we reserve the right to refuse service? Same basic principle. That is the exact same basic principle. You want to take that away from a business that says, hey, you know what? Uh, you're, is there something about you that is just pissing me off and you're going to have to go? I think in, in, in the purity of it, I think you're absolutely right. I think when you look at spirit of the law, I think you're absolutely right. Uh-huh. But that's not what they're doing anymore. No, but... They're it, choking it down. Sure. Okay. They're taking somebody with a voice... Okay. saying, well, I don't like what you say, so I'm going to choke you off so you can't. So. And they have the right to do that. I, I, I yeah, mean, according to 230, they do. Again, I, I have no problem with it, 230. I think it's fine. Because you know what? It works both ways. No, it doesn't. It does work both ways. No, if you're a liberal, look what happened on Twitter. Okay, somebody came out and said the uh, the shooter at the um, Boulder, Colorado supermarket was a white dude, a white supremacist. Mm-hmm. He was not. Yes, I know. Okay. And did Twitter remove it? No. Nope. They said, oh, no, that doesn't violate our standards. Yeah. It's a blatant lie and misinformation. Yes. Okay, but they didn't remove that. You're right. They didn't choke it down. They let that get spread and shared as many times as they wanted. You're absolutely right. Okay, but if a conservative came out and said something, Steven Crowder's been fighting with Twitter. Yes, I know, and Facebook. Yeah. Yes, so that's where the issue is. The issue isn't Section 230. The issue is the unbalanced, I don't know, can't think of the word I'm trying Bias. To think of. Bias of it. Yeah, like it's okay for us, but not you. No, no, no. It's either okay for everyone or it's not. Again, all or nothing, folks. Pick one. Right. That's what we're going with. But my point is, though, is you revoked Section 230. Um, you have a voice now. No, you don't. Because if they choke you off and you say, oh, nope, now you can sue them. This protects them from being sued mm-hmm. if they remove your content. It also allows them to do what they do, and the p- companies just wouldn't do it. What do you mean? Those things just wouldn't exist. What things? Things like Facebook, Twitter. They wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Section 230. Do you think they would actually – do you have any idea how often they would get sued, even more so than they yeah. do now, if they didn't have Section 230? I don't care. They wouldn't exist. I don't care if they don't exist. Okay, well then – so, <laughs> that's gonna, your, so your gonna, end goal is to actually just get rid of them then. Well, if they're going to do that kind of stuff, either all or nothing, No, no, right? no, 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 no. Either let everyone it have a voice. It has nothing to do with – that it has to do with the like for me like let's say you and i wanted to start our own facebook twitter whatever you can't have if you take away two seconds 230 you can't have any standards okay you have to let anyone say anything okay what about modifying it and that that's what i'm saying i'm okay with so modifying what if you modify it, or, it so you can say okay you can remove it for obscene lewd lascivious 
filthy, excessive, violent. Yeah, but the okay. otherwise even objectionable. About otherwise objectionable. Yeah, that's got to go. Get rid of that. Yeah, otherwise objectionable. Because that does go. Op- that is an open ended issue. Well, yeah, it's we're super saying, vague. Oh well, that's Candace Owen, so we're gonna make sure that she doesn't get three million views. Yeah. Oh well, I like you know DC comics and not Marvel comics, so we're not gonna post anything from uh, anything from Marvel comics. I mean, that's yes. Otherwise objectionable should go because it's way too broad of a term. <laughs> So, in the last segment, we're talking about Section 230, which essentially, uh, as I read it, gives a special thing to uh, social media platforms and other platforms. That sounds a lot like qualified immunity. It is qualified immunity. That's exactly what it is. It's exactly qualified immunity. Okay, so, uh, Disturbing the Peace, this podcast, this organization, uh, recently started a TikTok channel. Okay. Oh, God. Really? Yes. See, the things that happen when I'm not around. I, <laughs> I apologize in advance. Well, we are working with Ugh. we are working with a company that helps promote our content and helps us find a larger audience and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I refuse to acknowledge the existence of TikTok. Yeah. And so they gave me a list of all these things we had to have in place. Okay. And we already have a Twitter. We already have Facebook. We already have Instagram. If you haven't found we us have yet. We have Twitter? We have a Twitter. <laughs> See? I don't really know. Uh, what we have a parlor account. <laughs> Sorry. Well, we don't use it very often, but uh, <laughs> uh, is that still a thing? They came yeah, back, it came right? back. Yeah, it came right. back. They came back. Yeah. yeah. No, I actually like Parler. I don't. It's Twitter. Uh, I hate it's Twitter. just not. I don't know. It's not user friendly. I mean, I, I just don't like Parler because it's Twitter. That's all it is. That's pretty much and it. It's I, Twitter with more characters. I hate Twitter. So, so anyways, I started a TikTok, mm-hmm. and the idea was grow an audience on TikTok and then use that to promote everything else. Sure. Right. That's why we have all these different platforms. Because I don't have one fan who follows every single uh, follows on every single platform. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. So I started a TikTok, and that first video I was introducing, kind of introducing us. We have a new um, a new logo. Okay, young man uh, Lucas Curtis. By the way, thank you very much. Uh, he designed and created a new logo for us, so I put that out there. Uh, second video was immediately banned from TikTok for harassment. What? Yeah. <laughs> man, I've really been out of touch. Who are yeah. we harassing? Uh, nobody. I just did kind of a pro cop video. Like, um, how do I describe it? Basically, it starts off with like cops doing fun things, mm-hmm. you know, dressing up, you know, playing with kids, that kind of crap. And then it kind of goes into the more serious stuff. And then you show it was like a montage video showing different clips of cops as it kind of de uh, devolved into cops being injured in the more serious mm. side of the work. Uh, and they said that was violating their community standards somehow. Yeah, interesting. But I wasn't done. I then promoted it pushed the video out there about qualified immunity and I currently have over 25,000 views on it. Mm-hmm. And within two, three days I ended up having, I think I have about 1200 followers now. Mm-hmm. Right. So it grew really fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what happens when you push common sense principles um, on a platform that's not regulating you yet. Yet. Yeah. It, they grow fast, right? Conservatives on TikTok sure. have actually, there's actually quite a few that have grown huge audiences over a hundred thousand yeah. followers. Uh, just pushing simple concepts like anti-abortion or mm-hmm. pro-gun or whatever it is. It's not always about humor. Sometimes it's just, it, but it kind of woke me up a little bit to the amount of people who are just craving basic common sense or craving somebody who says what they're all thinking. Now, what does this have to do with qualified media? So this video blew up, uh, got really popular. I ended up having a lot of followers on it. And basically all I said was I tried to break down what qualified immunity is. Now, here's a definition of qualified immunity, which sounds a lot like Section 230. But in the United States, qualified immunity is a legal principle that grants government officials performing discretionary functions immunity from civil suits unless the plaintiff shows 
that the official violated clearly established statutory or constitutional rights of which a reasonable per- person should have known. Yeah. Okay. So in other words, as long as a police, now let's apply this to police officers, as long as a police officer is acting within the law, yep. within the constitution, within their own policies of their agency, they cannot personally be sued. Yes. That doesn't mean somebody can't complain about them. No, of course not. That doesn't mean that an agency can't hold a cop accountable. Nope. That doesn't mean you can't sue the agency for having that policy. That's true too. Okay. You can still, I mean, if you feel like you're being harassed or something like that, yeah. the problem is just the burdens on you to prove it. Yes. Okay. And that's always a lot, that's a lot easier said than done. Okay. That's where a lot of people start making their arguments where I've seen cops harass or I've seen cop prove it. Yeah. You can't, you don't even know what that cop was thinking. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have no idea that he thought you were X, Y, and Z, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. So basically I basically said, look, qualified immunity essentially protects cops from laws that don't exist yet. Right. It applies two ways. It applies the way I just explained, where if mm-hmm. a cop's acting within his job, yeah, okay, he can't be sued for frivolous stuff, okay. And the other part is when it applies to constitutional law. So when the courts come along and say, "Hey, even though what you did is not illegal now, or it wasn't illegal at the time, we are going to decide that that was actually a violation of rights." So from here on out, it's going to be illegal to do that. But yeah. the first cop who does it, okay, you get qualified immunity. Well, We're not so, going to hold you accountable, but every cop that does it after you will be held accountable. That's a really, really basic explanation. That, it's actually much more complex. TikTok only gives me 60 seconds. I know, I know. It is much, <laughs> a lot more complex. In it order, is. In order to qualify for qualified immunity, in order to qualify for qualified immunity, it has to meet two uh, – there's two things it has to meet. Basically, there, ha- there can't be an already an established law. Right. And a reasonable person wouldn't have assumed that it was illegal what you were doing. Right. So, which is also, it, it gets way more specific than that, but that's mm-hmm. a little bit more down and dirty on it. So, yeah, so it can't already be a law, and a regular, average, intelligence human being wouldn't have been able to look at that and be like, oh, that's totally illegal. Right. So, yeah, that's qualified immunity. And, yeah, now that doesn't exist anymore. Well, it does still, but what sparked this whole conversation was New York got rid of it. Yes. They got rid of it on the state level, so you could sue a cop. Now, here's the problem with this. One, qualified immunity was not protecting bad cops in the first place. Okay, no, if you no, believe that, you've been lied to. Yes. Okay, that is not true. That's what, basically how I started off this video was saying that if you're against qualified immunity, you probably just don't understand what it mm-hmm. is. Because the truth is, we all have some form of version of it. Essentially, what it means is you can't be held accountable for a law that doesn't exist yeah. yet. Yeah, everybody has the ability to be granted qualified immunity. Yes. It was just used for cops a lot because of the fact that, well, they do stuff and get and they get away a lot. That's that's the way they see it. Yeah. Right. So when a cop gets involved in a shooting, and the shooting is ruled justified, and that upsets the community. Right. Even though it was justified, which means the cop did everything right, everything within policy, within, within the policy, law, within the law. Right. His his actions angry. were reasonable. People are still angry. They could go after him civilly now. Yes. They could destroy him in every other yeah, way. Which is what's shitty. The eradication of qualified immunity is not about finding justice. It's about finding social justice. Which it's, is not a thing. It's revenge. Yeah, that's what social justice is. That's I've said, all it I've is. said that God knows how many times yes. on this show. Social justice is nothing but revenge. It's that's about feelings. Feelings should not enter into it. Now, to take a less extreme example, let's say you get pulled over by a cop. Mm-hmm. He writes you a speeding ticket. Okay, in California, that could be pretty expensive. That could be, let's say, 350 bucks for a yep. speeding ticket. Okay? And you think, oh, crap. Well, I was speeding. And blah, blah, blah. But that cop was a jerk. I want to piss him off. Now, without qualified immunity, you can go and sue that cop personally. Yeah. Which means you're dragging him away from his family. He might even have to take time off work, which messes up his overtime or or uh, he lose pay in some way or another to come into a small claims court because you're going to sue him for the 350 bucks that you had to pay for that ticket. Yep. Okay. Even though you already lost the ticket case, 
even though he did all that, you can still continually harass this cop, pulling him away from his family, doing all that stuff uh, simply because you want to. Even though yeah. you know you're going to lose or you're likely going to lose. Even though you know you're lying. Even though you know you're lying. Yeah. Okay. Qualified immunity protects cops from frivolous nonsense that's, And that's lawsuits. what it really is. It's frivolous lawsuits. Exactly. Yeah. That's why, yeah, you can go ahead and sue the county. Who cares? But suing the individual is messed up because all you're doing is harassing them. No. And that's, that's all it comes down to. Hey, Rooster, did we lose you again? Dude, you got to stop laying down like that. You're right. nervous. Are I you think, bored? Are I mean, we boring? Are you doodling? Doodling. Wow. You are doodling. Anyway, I should dock your pay for that. Moving on. Moving on. So anyways, yeah, find us on TikTok. Um, so about, um, did you listen to last week's episode? No. No, you didn't. All right. That's all right. All right. It was just me. It was just me. Oh. So without you, I understand because you're kind of a narcissist like that. You know, you just want to hear the sound of your voice. I am voice. a narcissist. Uh, so uh, we wait, got- wait, 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 wait. I didn't know you made an episode last week. I did because it was right before the gun show. And so I wanted to make sure I got one more advertisement in there before we left. I do have obligations to people and stuff like that. So sometimes I have to put out an episode, even if Josh is not available or not around to do it. Regardless, though, uh, we got in trouble, mister. Okay. My mother listens to this show. Oh, shit. That right there. (laughs) That right there. Sorry. She does not like our language. Yeah. She is not happy with it. So Mama Hardy has asked that we clean up the show. Okay, so uh, she almost washed my mouth out with soap. In, if well, you could imagine she, a thirty five year old man being put should. in a headlock by a sixty two year old mother. Well, I've met your mother. She could do it. Yeah, she probably get she yeah. straight up punched me in the face one time. Did I, I ever tell you that story? I, I, I think you have, and I hundred percent believe that. No, I gotta tell the audience the story. I was a teenager one day. Just for a just, day. Just for a day. <laughs> one time I was just a teenager. And I used to like mess with my mom because by the time we were 12, we were all bigger than my mom. My mom's only like five, two. And so I'm messing with her and like she goes walking by me in the kitchen. So I shove her playfully. I'm like, let's go, mm-hmm. mom. Let's go. Where are you at? And I put my arms up like I'm going to fight her, you know, put up my dukes. Oof. And she turned around and said, all right, fine. Wham. Right hook to my cheek. Boom. Totally caught me. And I stumbled backwards. I was like, mom. She's like, what? You got this. And she was going in for another hit. She was going in through for the follow through. Uh, that's awesome. I was like, mom. Are you kidding me right now? I was just, I was playing. She's like, you could take it. That's awesome. Okay. My mom is mean when she wants to be. You just said she listens to this and then you she call does. her mean. Well, I don't think you're mean. I love her, but I mean, she could be mean. She doesn't forget anything, by the way. She's like an elephant. You could have, you could have wronged her like 20 years ago. Oh, really? And she oh, will remember. She will bring up stuff from like, I'll my, have to remember that. When she was like planning my sister's wedding from like people who didn't show up after the RSVP and stuff like that. Like she well, remembers these rude. things. It is, but she remembers this yeah. stuff. Like it does not, oh man. Um, so but anyway, so yeah, Mama Hardy is asking okay. to clean it up. I don't think your mom understands how cleaned up i've already made it that doesn't justify it you're like i mean it's uh, yes i murdered this dude but i didn't murder those 12 people over there kind of (laughs) i mean if you're used to just murdering people at will and you go into a place and you only kill the one guy that's toning it down i knew a teenager years ago well he's not a teenager anymore but i knew a teenager years ago that would get mad at his mommy to have these fights because in his justification for doing something bad was i've been good all month Oh, okay. He's like, I haven't done anything forever. And then she gets mad that I just do this. I'm like, well, dude, you're fully supposed to be good. It doesn't matter that you've been good for a period of time. Yeah, but that's boring. Ugh, I know. <laughs> but the entitlement that came with it. You yes. Know? Okay. He felt like he should be given a break yeah. when he did something wrong because he's been good for a certain that's, period that's, of time. That's pretty bad. That's the pretty mindset bad. was totally wrong. That's pretty bad. <laughs> Thank you.
All right, folks. So we have a rare treat coming up for you right now. It's not that rare. I keep it, no, 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 no. Let me finish, Josh. Let me finish. Let me talk about how rare this treat is. You see, the general rule is what happens in Vegas stays on YouTube. Stays in Vegas. <laughs> That's not true. Anymore. Josh, you're still talking. You're still talking. Okay. Uh, what happens in Vegas stays in. However, Josh has agreed to tell us about his Vegas trip. <laughs> Go, Joshy. I can talk now? You can okay. talk now. All right. No. So, yeah, seriously, what happens in Vegas, it, it goes on YouTube now, so it's fine. Um, no. So, uh, Vegas was weird because every, you still had to wear a mask everywhere, but it was shoulder-to-shoulder human beings. There was no social distancing. It, I mean, you kept hearing about it, but it was basically impossible. Um, well, touching on that, happens a lot of this stuff. You know, the states might come out and they require, okay, you, you know, if someone's going to come to your store, you have to have a mask. Okay, fine. We'll put up the sign. Okay. And people need to stay six feet apart. Okay, we'll put the stickers on the ground next to yeah. the register. But nobody's but does, doing it. Did anyone actually care? No, nobody's doing it at all. Nobody cared. Uh, all the hotels pretty much were booked. I mean, it was full. It was it was Vegas of old before COVID as far as the amount of people that were there. Of course, all the restaurants, thanks to their douchebag governor, could only be open at 50% capacity, so you couldn't get a freaking table anywhere. Because hmm. you had, basically you had to have reservations ahead of time. So it was it was nice because it was some small semblance of normalcy. Uh, not the new normal, and I hate that because I hate that term. It was it was normal. People were just out everywhere, and they were out all hours of the night, and things were open, and even the strip clubs were open. No, we didn't go to one, but they were open. Things exist again. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. okay. Now, if you all just keep getting vaccinations, it'll all be fine. No, what Oh, I God, hate... wait. There's a surge coming. What I hate is when people are like, <laughs> well, if people would just wear their masks. Who's not wearing a mask? Right. I we are masks. wearing the mask, you idiots. I think They're masks not working. Are stupid, it and I still wear matter. them. It doesn't matter, okay? We're not covering our eyeballs. Well, you know, this goes back to uh, a few months ago when the CDC came out, when everybody was like, hey, what's like the cold and flu season like? Oh, cold and flu are almost been eradicated because everyone's wearing masks and people are social distancing. Well, then how come we keep seeing spikes in COVID? Because nobody's wearing masks and nobody's social distancing. Yeah. And by that the way, was the same interview. The flu was never eradicated. It's just nobody was testing for it. Yeah, there's that. Too. They were all testing for COVID because you right. came in with flu-like symptoms and they'd swab you for flu. And then when you came back positive for COVID. Oh, COVID. Whatever, or if you didn't come back positive for COVID, they just, oh, he probably has a flu. Oh, you probably but have they didn't COVID. bother sending him out and testing well, again. Anyway. Because by then they're getting over so it. So the world is returning to normal. It's kind of nice. Oh, sorry. Uh, but like I said, I'm, I'm very, you know, uh, sorry, I'm a little off. Uh, I'm very wary of it all because every time I think things are starting to get back to normal, I start seeing all these news reports about, oh, health officials warning of surges. Oh, everything's going to go back to purple or whatever, magenta or whatever stupid ass color re- system we're using now. Sorry, Mrs. Oh, Harding. It's so stupid. So <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. My mom's going to grab you by the ear next time she sees you. I know, right? And I'm going to let her. I know. <laughs> Gonna get a step stool and grab me by the ear. All right, folks. I'm getting in trouble for that one. <laughs> I'm getting in trouble for that one. Oh, oh man, you're gonna get the right hook. I, like I, I am. Did. I'm, I'm getting the right hook. You're gonna get the right hook. And right, I'm folks, gonna deserve it. This is the Serving the Peace podcast. Thank you for joining us. Please like, share, subscribe. Find us on your favorite social media platforms, or even when you don't like. What? The social. You said your favorite social media platform. Oh yeah, yeah. Even when you don't like. You know what? If you don't have a TikTok, get it just for us. Right there. You get go. it just for my content. I might have to now, which is really gonna piss me off. And what I plan to do, actually, it's actually pretty funny. There's some good stuff on there. Oh, God. 
It's stupid because the kids have made it so we don't like it. Yeah. But if you just bite that bullet, swallow that pride, you actually enjoy TikTok a little bit. There's some funny stuff. I'm just old. All right.